0: What's up guys? Josh Mosman here. Welcome to This Week in MXA presented by O'Neill Racing. Starting things off, we have to say congratulations to Jet Lawrence for winning his first ever 250 East Coast Supercross Championship. He's now a two-time champion. He's got the 250 National Championship from last year, 250 Supercross title from this year. And uh, Jet Lawrence has got a lot of hype coming around him. He's a team Honda rider. He's from Australia. He's a great character on and off the track, uh, very well-spoken on camera. Him and his brother make an awesome duo that is great for the promotion of the sport of Supercross and Motocross. And overall, they've done a great job of capitalizing on their marketing and just overall reaching out and interacting with fans. And uh, the title of this video is asking, are Supercross tracks getting too dangerous nowadays? And when I originally thought about it, I said, yeah, there's a lot of injuries. Not as many guys contested with Jet Lawrence for this championship as we expected before the season started. Obviously, Jet Lawrence uh, was pretty hard to touch by anybody this year. Even when he had bad races, he was able to come through the pack and win or get on the podium. So, nothing can be taken away from Jet Lawrence for winning this championship. He did stay healthy and he navigated the tracks the best way possible and won the championship with a whole race to go. But, with that being said, going through the list of riders in the 250 main event from the first 250 East Coast race at Minneapolis, and looking at how many riders missing from that list, I was actually surprised with how long it was. I almost forgot how many riders um, were stacked up on the 250 East Coast this year. So I compiled the list of about ten competitors that were top tier riders, guys either riding for factory teams or top level privateer teams. Jeremy Martin is one of them. He injured his shoulder. Cameron McAdoo, he was a title threat early on in the season. He broke his collarbone. Austin Forkner broke his collarbone, although he is back, and he did win this last weekend in Foxborough. He did miss a lot of rounds. was out of the championship because of that. Levi Kitchen, star racing Yamaha rookie. He had a concussion and a broken kneecap. Styles Robertson, the rockstar Husqvarna rider, he broke his hand. Max Vollen had two separate injuries, one with his shoulder and then he broke his thumb. Jet Reynolds broke his hand before he even got to the race on press day. Phil Nicoletti recently broke his arm. Cal Peters broke his neck, and Cody Schock injured is ACL and MCL in his knee. So that's 10 top tier riders that a lot of fans and people were looking forward to watching in the 2VD East Coast division this year. And unfortunately, they all missed out on their chance at the title. And some of them missed out on the whole season. Diving into the topic of this video, are supercross tracks becoming too dangerous for the riders nowadays? I have my opinion, but my opinion also wavers. It goes back and forth. So I'm asking this question to see what you guys think. Let us know in the comments below what you think, if they're too dangerous or not. The pros and cons of having a super challenging track versus having an easier one. For me, as a racer's perspective, I raced supercross before and it was very scary, very gnarly and uh, there's so many different aspects about it that just make it super challenging and as a pure motocross racer, as a pure supercross, you know, fanatic and a guy like myself who's raced it, done it, I feel so accomplished when I complete a supercross on just the gnarliest track and I could tell stories for the rest of my lives of hitting triples and hitting whoops with ruts all the way across, side by side with, with four other riders in a supercross stadium that kind of stuff is pretty cool to be able to talk about how crazy the track was and how I overcame it and survived through it that part for loyal motocross and supercross fans who follow the sport day in and day out it's fun. It's fun to talk about how crazy the tracks are and to watch guys like Jet Lawrence who navigate the tracks so well and make it look easy while other guys make it look so hard. The other side of the story is that an easier Supercross track would mean hopefully less injuries and theoretically also better battles because the riders would be closer. There wouldn't be as big of a separation from the top level guy to the 10th place guy. It would make the battles a little bit closer. So there's pros and cons to either side. And I think also this conversation even translates into the promotion. Motocross series because those tracks get so incredibly rough and they rip those tracks so incredibly deep. They make them super deep and super muddy before you start out the day because each track, Hangtown, Paula, Red Southwick, Bud's Creek, they all want to have the the quote, roughest track of the year. And it's it's a pride thing. Um, everybody wants to be known for having the toughest, roughest, most brutal track on the planet. But when you get that ultra tra- challenging, ultra rough track, sometimes you're missing out on some of the battles that you can get on a smoother track where riders can go inside and outside, block passing, uh, making passes back, kind of closing up the racing, making tighter battles. Um, when the track is ultra deep and rutted and there's only one fast line or or it's uh you know there's there, there's so many ruts that you can't cut across to pass somebody, that's what it makes it a little more challenging. So if they were easier, it could shorten up the racing, make it a little closer battles, but it also would take away from guys like you and me who follow the sport in and out um, and want to see the toughest, roughest, most challenging tracks possible. So let us know in the comments down below, what do you guys think? Should the tracks be tougher and continue to evolve to get challenging and, and gnarlier? Or should we tame them down a little bit so that they would be closer battles and theoretically less injuries as well? Talking on the 450 class this weekend, Jason Anderson was able to grab the win and extend the 450 Supercross championship race one more weekend. Eli uh, instead of finishing it and winning the championship with two rounds to go, he now is gonna wrap it up in his home state of Colorado at Denver Supercross this weekend. Uh, I think it's gonna be cool for, for Eli Tomac to win in front of his hometown crowd. He had huge support from the crowd there in the past and I think it's gonna be even better this year as he's had so much success. So, looking forward to that. Another thing Jason Anderson said in the post-race press conference that the track was challenging and technical and even though it looked dry and skatey with rock, on top and slippery. It actually had a few soft spots on the track too. that were rutted and they were kind of dragging the bike down. So Jason Anderson talked in the post-race press conference that he wasn't actually very comfortable on the track, but he was doing his best to try to feel comfortable and try to uh, make the best of what he had and what he could do. And I think that also speaks volume. When the winner of the 450 Supercross main event wasn't comfortable on the track because it was that challenging, that also goes into how much better would the racing be and how much closer would it be if everybody felt comfortable or at least felt a little more comfortable. Pros and cons to making a track that's super rough and super gnarly. The other side of the story is the fans that aren't on the track, walking the track, and aren't, that are watching it either on TV or from the stands, it's hard to tell how crazy and rough the track is from far away. So even though we watch close and we pay attention to how challenging it is, if you're not there walking the track or riding the track yourself, it's hard to appreciate how challenging it was and how good these guys actually are. All right, in other news, Antonio Caroli has announced that he is coming over to the US officially to race the first two rounds of the pro motocross series. He's gonna do Paula and Hangtown And my suspicion and what I'm hearing through rumors is that if he does well at the first two rounds and things are kind of rolling smoothly, that we should see him continue to race more rounds of the AMA Pro Motocross Series this year. It's gonna be interesting to see him. Um, Also sounds like Jeffrey Hurlings will possibly be coming over here. That has not been confirmed yet, at least at the recording of this video, but uh, I I assume that he will be. And uh, hearing things that he he should be coming over here to race the Nationals, so it's gonna be very exciting. Dylan Ferrandes, he was out with injury and he decided, hey. I'm just going to focus all on defending my championship and riding outdoors. So we've been seeing him on Instagram, prepping for the pro motocross series. I'm planning on racing the first two rounds and my prep has been more towards the two stroke race, which we did about a week ago. And if you guys haven't seen the video from the two stroke national, check it out on our YouTube channel and website. Trevor Nelson did a great job with that video. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing those first two races. It's going to be a lot of fun and uh, it will be cool to line up with Antonio Coroli as well. It should be pretty sweet. Also, if you guys haven't seen our latest video, we just released our latest. Inside the Pros Bikes video on Jordan Smith's Firepower Honda CRF 250. You can check it out on our YouTube and on our website where we go in depth with his mechanic, Justin Hobson, all about that race bike and uh, what they do to make it specifically tailored for Jordan Smith. Um, They're a privateer level team, but they do a lot to that motorcycle to make it ready for him to go race Supercross. All right guys, thank you for tuning in to this video. MXA Wrecking Crew, we are busy as always. This week we're gonna be riding Zach Osborne's TC 300 two stroke, the same exact bike that he raced at the two-stroke national things pretty trick looking and uh, supposed to be pretty trick on the inside as well so gonna have some fun riding that bike and some more this week check us out on motocrossactionmag.com at motocrossactionmag on instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel click the bell nut bell nutton bell button to get the notifications whenever we release a new video and uh, we'll see you in the next one thank you